Welcome to Words That Inspire with Dr. Janice Monroe's Modeste, speaker, inspirational coach, and author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. All right, so the reason we're starting with Judges 6 is because we know that God's word is what brings hope and it's what brings light. And so today as we're jumping in, we want to be able to find and step into the hope and step into the light. And I just wanted to give you a warning. So we're looking today for a mindset shift because a mindset shift creates a lifestyle shift. And so you don't get a lifestyle shift. You don't get uh, promoted. You don't get anything unless you change your mindset. And this is not my words. We're going to see an example of a man named Gideon. We're going to look at his example and see how God took him from being fearful, from being timid, from having a low self-esteem, and raised him to the position that God could use him. And it's so interesting that while he was in his state where he had a low self-esteem and he was fearful, God could not use him for the work that he had. God had to elevate him to a particular place so he could know his place. And then God was able to use him as a mighty warrior he already was. And so today, uh, we're going to be focusing in on hearing from God so that where you are today is not where you're going to be. We're going to be going. It, it's a must. So all this work we all put in is not for us to leave here the same. Right. So we're going to be um, asking God and that's what he loves. He loves for us to come to him. Do you know how happy he feels right now? Just knowing that his daughters are here, hungry to hear from him. And we're willing and we say, you know what? I'm stepping up. So because the topic is walk empowered, that alone will tell you who is going to attract. And that was determined is if it says walk empowered, if you come here, you are hungry and you are ready to walk into the new level that God has for you, all right? And I am ready to leave you there. Can I get an amen? <laughs> let's, let's do this. All right, so we're talking about knowing your place and knowing your power. And in order to know your place and to know your power, what we want to do is we have to first know God's place, right? So we know he is the most high God. That's always the first thing because we, we want to get up to his level. He's trying to bring us up higher. And what's so amazing is he don't, he don't bring you up too high where you can't handle it. It has to be level by level by level. And sometimes he has a work, as we're going to see with Gideon, he has a work so strong for you, he has to get you up quick to, to that level. And this conference is designed for that. This conference is you could have stayed home by yourself and cruise and take your time and go to one step. But no, we, we're going to leap. We're going to go through a whole stairwell um, uh, with, with God today. All right, so today is your elevation day. So let's say that. Say, today is my elevation day. Today is my elevation day. All right, that's your first um, affirmation. I'm filled up with affirmation, so get ready. <laughs> so today is your elevation day. Today is the day that God wants to elevate you and bring you up a little bit higher. So relax and give yourself permission and just let yourself know it's okay, self, 
It's okay to come out of your comfort zone and it's okay to just be open and let God take you to the height he wants to take you to. Because everyone came in here with the little dreams. No, that said little, because in God's eyes is little. And he's expecting more. And we're thinking, oh, this is this big dream. I want to build this early childhood education center. And I want it. And we're thinking it's so big. And God's like, that's it? <laughs> so, but he works with us, right? Which is why he's such a gracious God. He works with us. All right. So I wanted to get, let you think of this example of someone in government. So let's think about... Um, levels and positions. So if you're a councilwoman, and if you're a governor, if you're a mayor, or if you're the president, it comes with different levels of authority, and it comes with different levels of power. So if, if you're not the president, and you say, I'm signing an executive order that everything blue turns green. I'm just making some obvious thing, making something up, right? Everything blue turns green. And you don't have the authority. Is anything blue going to turn green? Okay. And is it likely that you're going to even waste your time and do that executive order? Okay. So that's the key. Today, I want us to know our place, know our position, because some of us are in that high position, but in our minds, we're down here and we're making small decisions. We're doing small dreams. We're doing everything little because we see ourselves as little. We see ourselves not with the full power and the full authority that we have. And so we're making these baby steps when God is expecting us to soar. And so it takes, it takes some time. And God was patient with Gideon. And he's going to be patient with us today. And we're going to go through and see. So we'll do, um, I love the scripture in Ephesians 2. You can write this down. Ephesians 2. You guys all have two sheets of paper. So the blank one is where you're just going to write your notes for now. And once we start with the coaching, I'll lead you to the second page. If you're online, just grab a notebook and a paper and just go ahead and write with us. So Ephesians 2 is very important because it's going to lay the foundation uh, for the rest of the day. So Ephesians 2 says, we are seated in the heavenlies with Christ. It says we are seated. So think about, they were trying to find a way to make, let us realize what our power and what our authority was. So he said, we are seated in the heavenlies. So think about this. When you approach a king, you're usually standing and you can't sit unless he says to sit. So imagine this. The only time we stand in God's presence is when we're worshiping him. So we stood we worship him, and now we are seated. So now that when you're seated, that's why I love the word decree and declare. When you say terms like decree and declare, um, on my TikTok, not TikTok, I do have a TikTok, but not to dance and stuff, just to give affirmations. I just do affirmations. If I dance, everybody, I probably should, because then that'll be hilarious, and it'll probably go viral. But... <laughs> um, one side note, I have like 10 brains in one brain, so I usually like skip all over the place. Some of you know, know that already, so you kind of track it with me. And so with Ephesians chapter 2, I'm trying to get to stay on track. So with Ephesians chapter 2, you have to know where you are seated. And even with a king, when you sit down, do you go out to fight? Do you, do you, do you see a king out there with a gun, 
with an M16 out on the battlefield. Do you see him out there fighting? You can talk back to me. It's okay. You, you don't see them outside fighting. What, what do they do? They sit down. They have a scepter in the hand. Ours is for the word of God, right? And then they say something and it happens. Amen. They say something and, it, and they do it. And we are seated. So think about this. Our Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus, the Christ, right? The Christ means the anointed one. Yeshua is his name. He was called while he was on earth. And so imagine uh, that he is seated with, with, with Christ, with, with the Father, sorry. And he is ruling and he is reigning. And he says, hey, I want Lisa to rule and reign with me. Come and have a seat. Think about that. He trusts you so much that he believes that what you say will be good for the earth. He believes that what you speak is so powerful. And so sometimes we say what we see. For example, when, when God looked down on the earth and he saw it was black, did he say, oh my, it's black? What If he said it was black, it would stay black. But what did he say? It's light. And what happened? Lights happened. And then he made us and then he said, I'm going to make them just like me. I'm going to give them the same power and authority like me. Can you imagine that? But if they don't know they have the power and the authority, they're not going to use it. And so the enemy is so happy that, that she doesn't know her place. So I could just run all over her house. I could run all over her finances. She can't do nothing about it. And in fact, what the enemy does, he shows you the physical because you know the spiritual is more powerful than the physical. And so he shows you the physical so that he can use, because you got to use your voice. Your voice is what activates everything in your life. And so he shows you lack, even though God says there is abundance. If God says you are blessed and you have abundance, you have it. It has been manifested. I mean, to receive that word. If it, has, if it hasn't manifested, we have to look inside again and reposition ourselves and say, this is where I am. And then you speak from that place. You declare. See, the word declare is not just talking. The Bible says declare, decree, because now you see in who you are. If you're a queen, you decree it. Trust me, everything you say is going to happen. I just imagine that it's not an earthly kingdom. We are in a heavenly kingdom. And so sometimes people are like afraid of the enemy. And But I keep thinking this. I am seated up here. He's not up there with God. I am. He doesn't have authority over me. I am higher. And so when I'm driving to work sometimes and you don't feel like going, I just remind myself to up, you know, uplift myself when you're going through something. And I just say, man, you are the most high God. The most high, which means there's none higher. And ladies, and we are seated with him. We are ruling and we are reigning with him. And so I didn't want to go to talk about Gideon before we realize our position. I want us to first realize our position. And don't think that's my position. I want you to personalize it to you. That is your position. And the other great thing about this is, if you're royalty, can you buy your way into royalty? You're born into it. So, so some royal, we know that all you royalty we really know about is in England, right? 
and some of the royal children are mess, right? <laughs> but does that mean they're not royal? Come on, man. Right? They're still they're born into it. And that's why we are born again. That's why before, if you believe the Holy Scriptures, before you need to have the, the blood of bulls and goats and the priests. And then in comes Yeshua. And he became our, our atonement. And so now we are blood born. We say, okay, Lord, here I am. And at the end, we're going to even offer you, if you have never received baptism, gone down and come back up. As a sign that you are blood bought, bought, we have a lovely pool out there and we'd be glad to give you a duck. <laughs> so, um, so we know that uh, with, with, with Jesus, we are, we are in. So who's in? Who's in the kingdom? Look at that. So we are already in. So we are already reigning. So now the key is what's keeping us from reigning with the full power and the full authority. And there are a couple of things that I want you to know. How I know this is he had a work for Gideon and he was patient. He went through and he said, Gideon, you do this, 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 and this. And then he was able to go up to the next level. So that is what we're going to be sharing now that we are seated. Okay. All right. So whenever I need a breakthrough, I can call on any of you because we know that two is more powerful than one and you can pray with me and things start shifting and things are gonna start happening because they must. God, God's word can't lie, they must. All right, so awesome, so we are on track. So we're going to shift our mindsets today and we're gonna also realize that God is a God of seasons. And so the season you're in now is the season you're supposed to be in. So don't think that, oh my gosh, I've lost. It's all right. He, he wants to meet you right where you are. And as we look at Gideon's story, we see that God met Gideon where he was. And God didn't say, oh, Gideon, you wasted all this time. And you did. We're not, God is not concerned. He's just concerned about your right now. And it's time for your next level. So if you didn't know you signed up to, to be elevated, just know you're going to be elevated today. Amen. All right. So. As we go into Gideon's story, I want you to know that when you write things down, that is your story. So you are making and creating your story today. And for those of you who stay with the networking and the strategy session afterwards, we're going to be able to help you through with your story to make sure that it's a lasting story. You get to choose your story. You get to the ending chapters of your story. And we're just here to help support you in that. All right, so we're in Judges chapter six, and we're gonna see about Gideon real quickly. All right, so just think, think with me, I'm a visual learner. So just think with me, here is Gideon, minding his own business, thinking that all is lost. His, his country had turned away from God, and we know that once you turn away from God, whatever you get, you, you basically have to take, right? Until you turn around and you get back on the beautiful path that he has for you. He has a path for all of us. And so as a country, they kind of turned away and um, the enemy started beating them down. And so in comes God and God decided, they decided that, okay, we've had enough. We're gonna turn back to God and get back to where we need to be. 
And so just with us, us today, I know we, we have every one of us. We've kind of strayed. We got distracted. Who didn't get distracted in 2020? <laughs> Let me put my hands down so I'm not lying. <laughs> Everybody kind of got distracted in, in 2020. And so we just kind of need to shift a little bit and so we can, um, you know, refocus to where it is that we need to be to get to our God-ordained uh, destiny. And so because of the mistakes that they made and they kind of swayed, uh, they, they said that every time Gideon complained to God when God came to Gideon because the people finally cried out. So they said, okay, Lord, help us. And that's all God needed. He just needed them to say that one sentence. Sometimes you don't need a long prayer, a long whatever, just, you know, they needed that help. And so God came through and the person that God chose to use was Gideon. And so when God came uh, to Gideon, it says Israel in verse six was made weak. And, um, and so they, they cried out to God because the, the enemy had repeatedly beat them down. And so think about what the enemy uses to beat us down. He uses abuse. He uses emotional abuse. He uses hurt. He uses sickness. Notice where all these things are coming from, right? He uses addictions. And he loves to use incidences from our childhood. That's like his favorite go-to. That's why we really have to protect the children. So he uses these things to weaken you. Just like with Gideon. The Midianites had weakened them over the years. And so the circumstances of life, what it does is it weakens you and it allows you to lose your power. It's like your kryptonite, right? So the enemy knows that your kryptonite is alcohol. He knows that your kryptonite will be those self-image. And so what he does is he just keeps, once you keep going up, like we spoke about last night, he sends a little kryptonite. To, to kind of get you, to beat you down. So that's where God met Gideon at that low place after he was weakened because of the circumstances around him. And so in verse eight, uh, the Lord sent a prophet uh, to remind them of their past victories. And that's so important. The enemy sends people to ruin your life and God sends people to lift you up. So you have to know see people for who they are, right? You're either, you're either sent to do good to me or you're sent to be do, do evil. And there's no great area. So as we're going to, to find out um, the Gideon story. And so the Lord sent them a prophet to remind them of their past victory and who their God was. So our first thing today that we're going to be writing down for our coaching um, moment is I want you to list three major victories in your life, uh, we're going to use this to build up on the next step. So that's the first thing that God uh, requested of Gideon as he was about to shift his mindset. That was step one. He asked them to list their past victories. So I'll give you like 30 seconds. All right. Okay, so he brought them out and for for, uh, for the Israelites, he brought them out of slavery. He brought them out of Egypt. He brought them out of bondage. 
And now who knows that the worst bondage you can be on is the bondage of your mind. And so even if you, if you suffer through depression, if you suffer from um, low self-image, it's all bondages of the mind. And um, as we think about, about that, it's important because even when God says, I took you out of slavery, it wasn't even that. It was their forefathers. And so God don't want you to forget anything. Sometimes people say, oh, this happened so long ago. Why are you still mentioning it? How you mention it is you mention it by saying God took me out of that. You don't forget where God took you from. You always say God took me out of here so I can be here. Even when you read through David, David was never in bondage and slavery, but he keeps saying God took us out of Egypt. And so they keep remembering the goodness, the things that God brought him out of. Why? You're going to need to build upon that for the next um, war that you're going to have to face, the next battle you're going to have to face in your life. And so those were three uh, major uh, victories in your life. Remembering that all evil is meant to weaken you. Everything that you go through, the battles you go through, the enemy means to weaken you. And then God turns around and uses it to strengthen you and to set you up for the next level. And so you're going to look at those things differently after today. Thank you for joining us tonight for Words That Inspire. You have been listening to your inspirational coach, Dr. Janice Monroe's Modest, author of Refocus 21, a 21-day fasting journal. Join her weekly for inspiration to propel you into your God-ordained destiny. Need additional resources? Go to www.refocus21.com.